What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes wherever you, from wherever you are. I have made so many mistakes in the last 10 minutes, and a lot of it, I think, is the fact that I have to take – I took a muscle relaxer. So oh. we're going to see how the rest of this show oh, goes. okay. Uh-oh. This could be a Bob Euchre major league situation. <laughs> yeah, listen. The, I, the pain was real in this back, so I needed <laughs> yeah, to do no, something. I get it. 40 years old, tweaking things. That's hey, not fun. At least it's not Greg taking the L's. There you go. There's that, too. Very odd. Laura, what do you got? (laughs) All right, man. Happy birthday to Gabriel Fluffy Iglesias. Okay. But got a little bit of bad news, okay? Uh I heard about this. Yeah. So Gabriel had to cancel the rest of his Texas Here Comes Fluffy tour due to testing positive for coronavirus, even though Uh. he is vaccinated. Rich Eisen, same thing happened to him today, Mm -hmm. he announced. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, dang, man. Yeah. Well, listen, man, it's why I I know that the mask mandates are going to be back, it looks like, indoors, even if you're vaccinated. Uh, these are the reasons this 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 Delta variant is, you know, I don't want to go too deep. No, uh, we're not going to get into that. Yeah, 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 but but we, but the whole point is, it's still a thing. Yeah. OK, gives us an opportunity to talk about the uh, Olympic basketball team as well. The men. You know, and, and by the way, uh, Major League Baseball tonight, probably. the Yankees Red Sox game was exactly. postponed because of it, too. So, yeah. Be vigilant, y'all. Yeah. Be vigilant and get better, both Rich Eisen as well as Fluffy. I Because yes. I really, really think he's hilarious. Yes. Rich Eisen? He's very hilarious. No, oh, you mean Fluffy, Fluffy, too? Yes, Fluffy, Fluffy is excellent. Yes. Fluffy, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Rich is hilarious, too. Yeah, Rich is hilarious, so that's no, why. But Fluffy, was, we, do yeah. miss, we do wish both uh, good health. Both. All right. That is uh, What You Need to Know, brought to you by Morongo. Casino, resort, and spa. Good times. Less than 90 well, minutes from where we are. Is Fluffy being self-quarantined right now? Was that? Was that? Uh, presumably, you know, I saw yeah, him talking on a camera. Oh well, shoot, man! We should call him and wish him happy birthday. Okay, it's not a bad idea. Let's do it. Greg, get Somebody. on that. I was yeah, like, Greg. who has the number? <laughs> Greg. I mean, obviously, I have that in my phone right okay. here. Hold on yeah, a second. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Avi. Eight one eight. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so, for real, Greg? Damn. So I yeah, you're gonna read it on the air too. Even better. <laughs> no. Is he in Space Jam? Um, no, I don't. I don't believe he's in Space Jam. Because I went to his. His website, because I was trying to figure out how to get his number, and there's a big ad here for. Uh, I think he is Space Jam. Oh, is he? Yeah, I think yeah. he is. So, well, let me ask you guys this: Where does Space Jam Two fall in the things that are? Yeah. I don't say important. Okay, okay, we know. Lars. Don't listen to <laughs> her. Okay, don't listen to but her. like, I was LeBron not James at the free throw line right now. She would just be like, Ugh. I was a I was a young person when Space Jam came out, but I was certainly not a child. Like, I never saw that movie in the theaters because I was just old enough to be like, Space Jam, are you kidding me? But the soundtrack to Space Jam, extremely important in my life Mm -hmm. for a lot of different levels. Obviously, you know, I believe I Can Fly is on there, but there's a couple other shots, uh, tracks that are- we can't fly no more with him. Yeah, exactly. We dismissed that. But what I'm saying is that there's a couple other tracks there that made, to me, Space Jam soundtrack is more iconic than the movie. That's just from my specific generation. Is this a movie you see, George? Do you take the kids to Space Jam? Uh, well, if the in kids want to see it, one? we'll probably just watch it here at home. Because I, I honestly, I don't care to go to the movies all that well, much. Well, sure, but um, but we'll watch it on HBO Max or wherever it's on. Uh, but my oldest wants to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. LZ, am I going to go to the theater? To see no. It? Is this something that you care about on any level? Yeah, I care about it. Like it's not like you know. It's not like in the heights. I need to see this in the theater opening weekend. Care. Right. It's more like, oh, are you streaming right now? Sure. Yeah. 
Let okay. me see what you did with this. All right. Because yeah. I heard it's the soundtrack was terrible. Right? Yeah. It's not for us. Yeah. yeah. By, by the way, Fluffy did tweet out that he was in Space Jam. He says, I'm the voice of Speedy Gonzalez in the new Space Jam. Does this mean they're going to try to cancel Fluffy too? You can't can- catch me, cancel culture. I'm the fastest mouse in all of Mexico. <laughs> okay. Laura just told me that she doesn't want to see it because it's a LeBron movie. Of course. Oh, of course. Which is just, which is just out of control. You said it to me. I didn't say anything. You're trying to go into the weekend strong. It's your birthday and you're out here hating. God don't like ugly. I'm not hating. Come on now. Just make that a thing that I'm not hating. God. What else could it be? Yeah, what are we talking about? You know, You're I don't hating on the movie. I don't want to get sidetracked on this. Thank All you. Right. I just All wanted right. to bring up the fact that I'm very disappointed that the Space Jam soundtrack is apparently very underwhelming. Okay. The Space well. Jam 2 soundtrack, pardon me. Correct. The original, yeah. we know. Who's on this? I don't even know who's on there. I'll send you a story about it that's a scathing review, and I love a good scathing, scathing. review. Scathing? Wow. I love a good a scathing movie review. soundtrack? Who's yeah, scathing? again. Was Laura writing that review? No, but I'm trying to tell you, the soundtrack was important. That's what I'm saying. This was worth addressing. I can bring it up right what, now if you like. Is it, or how, many, how many littles did he have on the soundtrack? Is there too many littles? <laughs> Hold on. Well, let's just say the, the dude who wrote it tweeted it with a cuss word. So that's, he was that right, upset I'm about it. I'm about to look it. this okay. up. I can't wait. I need to see... It's it's uh, Alphonse Alphonse Pierre from Pitchfork. Okay, uh, now legit. yeah, Pitchfork but, is legit. Before we uh, we, we find that, Elsie, uh, you you brought up you know about the Dodgers and we were discussing um, how they handle it, and you said, do they handle it with hey Clayton Kershaw's window's closing, so we're gonna go and try to get someone that can fit that particular mold, or are they gonna do? Business as usual, we're going to get a guy that we can plug in that might fit into our future plans, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, uh, or, you know, play it more coy, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, I think it's the latter. I, I think, you know, Andrew Friedman has made certain moves with certain things in mind with some urgency to it. But I think overall, coming off a championship, while I think it's important for them to try to win again because those windows don't last as long as we normally think, I think the Dodgers' long-term window – in theory, is larger. And I feel he is a long-term thinker. Not to say he doesn't address the short-term, but generally speaking, I feel like he thinks, I want to have an Atlanta Braves-type run with more championships, is the way I think he thinks of it. Absolutely. Um, But, you know, the thing that I am just sort of curious about is because in a lot of ways, you know, Trevor Bauer was supposed to have been both the short-term and the long-term signing. And so there, you, you can't go out during the, at least I don't think you can anyway, go out during the, right before the trade deadline and address both concerns with one trade the way we did in the offseason with one signing. So that means you have to choose what, which aspect of this season or this move is more important to you, the short term and the long term, because I don't mm-hmm. know if there's a person who fits both that's available to us right now. So that's the reason why I was asking the question. It's like, what's the driver is it let's show up the arms today to try to win today because we can't worry about tomorrow? Or is it still about tomorrow because we think we're still good today? I, I think you don't worry about tomorrow as much because there's 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 multiple tomorrows. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so for me, like, okay, you've got that's the whole point of having the depth that you have and have had as a franchise for the past three to four seasons. My question for you, LZ, is who would you give up for Max Scherzer, like specifically on this roster? I would, you know, I'd be open to conversations about Gavin, depending on the on the talent. Okay. Um, I mean, the Kuz. talent is Max, is Kuz. 
Can I? What? I can't trade. I mean, you can't trade Coos just because the Dodgers are going to be part owners of the that's Lakers. That's what I'm saying. Mean it seems like we should Kuz. be like carry the one, can't we? Okay, yeah, so no. Coos. Okay, so Gavin Lux Coos. Gavin Lux Coos. And then like a couple of parking spaces in the Dodger Stadium parking lot, which are very valuable. Okay, so this is this is the Greg Berman school of front officing, where you don't you don't really ever give up anything. You only gain stuff, and Wait, everything possible is available at all coos. times. I gave you coos. <laughs> I gave you young talent, and I gave you real estate. What more do you want? <laughs> the Washington Nationals, who are owned by a real estate magnate, are not going to fall for that. But I'm just saying that like, that's and that's that's where if the, if the Washington Nationals don't think real estate in L. A. is worthy then they don't understand real estate. But, George, that's a real question, which is not just the amount like the, how you just moved to George because I'm not going to move. <laughs> not I'm not going to budge. So I know. Like, I was oh, like, okay, LZ, we're right, not even doing this. Whatever. But whatever. my point is that, like— He's got Kirk Franklin on the soundtrack? You've got—yeah, dog. You do— was, was he cursing at his son on the soundtrack? Oh, my Sorry, goodness. go ahead. Thank you. Anyway, go ahead, the who you trade element is probably what's going to determine, Greg, right. whether or not you go short-term or without, or tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, who you can get and who is that person. I mean, who, you think it's going to take more than one player to get Max Scherzer in that scenario. Right. Who It's probably going to take two players who start Right. With some regularity, who do you think those players would be? And, well, and Andrew Andrew Freeman does not love trading prospects. No. Very yeah, exactly. That's yes. what I'm saying. Right. But they also have a gigantic stable of prospects. It has gone down recently because of because of some who of the trades. Who would you like, get you rid of? I would get rid of Gavin Lux. That's not going to do it ball by itself. But then you're going to have to go into the minors and have, start talking about guys you like Michael you're Bush. One, start talking one about big DJ leaders. You huh? think one big leaguer and one? Well, minor that's what I was going to ask you. Is like how many how I many big leaguers that are ready to I go? I know it's not going. It's going to take two big leaguers. Two big leaguers. Two big leaguers. I think it's going to take two regular starters. It takes two to make a thing go right. Not, but you're not. So you're not talking about even a guy in the bullpen. You're talking about it have to be a regular everyday starter. You're not going to get Chris Taylor. A bullpen guy. Fine, but I'm saying, like, who do you actually think it's going to be? Because you can't just proverbially talk about the trade deadline if you're, you're right. not going to talk about the guys that are going to go. I'd know? be willing to move, you know, depending on the arm. Depending on the arm, I'd be willing to move May. No. Wow. Depending wow. on the arm and we get returned. I don't not know about me. that. That not to me, me I, that I to me, if you're, if you're May, getting, no way. May if, is untouchable. He is untouchable. If you, why if you, is he untouchable? Because he's too guy, good. Yes. End of story. Yeah. But what has he done? He has filthy. Yeah, but that his stuff is too good. You can't, you can't trade filthy. away. I understand, you, I understand all that. But Gavin is filthy too. But you guys are really casual with that. You don't think he's filthy? He's just he's got a little dirt on him. He's not filthy. Gavin, yeah. So I'll tell you this though. Gavin Lux has a lot of. If you're getting Max Scherzer, then Tony Gonsolin goes. If you're getting Max Scherzer, Tony Gonsolin then goes on to the table because he's the guy that's kind of taking over that fifth starter spot okay. right now. And if you bring in Scherzer, then you can you're okay with moving Gonsolin out. And he is pitching very very well recently. So if you do a, like a young guys with Gavin Lux and Tony Gonsolin, you're looking at two good young players that are going to pitch for you every pitch for you every five yeah. days and have an everyday shortstop. And that could probably use you know catch. I mean you know okay. All right, well and a prospect prospect. But then it and looks like we're not making a move. Because I'm not moving for someone who's not like a made man. You, Max, Max Scherzer? Scherzer's not a made man. He no, started I'm, I'm, in the All Star game. But I'm saying if we're not going to well, trade away Lux and Gosman to get Max Scherzer, then yeah, what are we doing? But you have other pitching prospects you can trade away, right? Like Josiah Gray. If you if you if it's some like a star you're getting back, right? Or right. like a, what's the kid? But Ryan, it's a tempo, uh, But it's a Pepeo, very, Pepeo? very 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 yeah. very very yeah. very very tight window star with Max Scherzer. Mm-hmm. He's like what thirty seven? 
Yeah, but again, he started in the All-Star game. I understand. He's got, yeah, he's that good. He's no, that no, no, good. No. Yeah. I, listen, listen, I'm from Detroit. I know how good this man right. is. I'm still crying crocodile tears. We couldn't figure out a way to make it work with him 10 years ago. I get that he's really good, but I also understand he's really old for sports. Also, so it's like if we're, giving, if we're giving away our cheering and we're getting back a guy who's going to be good for another two seasons, I don't think that's equitable. You really don't? If you get a ring out of it? See, that's why I don't move Josiah yeah. Gray like you were talking about. Josiah Gray is going to be the next is the next Walker Bueller, the next Julio Urias. He's going to right. be that that's guy. That's what I said. You can't have it all. Up. You're not going to move. You can't have it all. Yeah, but he's not He's not the best pitching prospect they have. They, yeah, he is. It's no. Not, what, what, isn't Bobby Miller the best pitching prospect they have? I mean, he's okay, but it's it's like it's the Pepios. It's the, Josiah Gray is the guy that most people are excited about. That's the about. name I hear all the yeah, time. Yeah, it's Josiah Gray. You do not right. want to move that guy. I it's, think you are just like moving Bobby Bellinger Miller because he's got a regular old name and it don't sound like Josiah Gray. <laughs> well, that's you know what? That's his mama fault. Next time, make it La Bobby or something. Right. Like that. That, and this guy just <laughs> chimed in with exactly that. Who's trading for May right now? Anyway, you know, like exactly. Like, what I, do you I, mean? Who's trading for? Who wouldn't want? He's coming only coming off of Tommy John. It's not like. People don't come back better. I get oh, that. Starfish and coffee. I love you, but he's not broken because he got Tommy John. Yeah, but I'm saying that it's, it's hard to deal him right now. But my, look, my point is that this discussion around the Dodgers and the trade deadline has to come with some costs. And, you know, Dodgers fans, you know, just caution yourselves as to it's not just about who you want. It's about who has to go. You know what I mean? And that's that's the hardest part of the decision oftentimes when it comes to these trade deadlines. All right, coming up next. Up Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> yeah, we, here speaking we go. Of ba- <laughs> speaking of basketball, let's get into the NBA Finals a little bit and how all of a sudden legacies are, they've always been on the line, but they are looking a little different after four games right now. Let's get into some of that on the other side. Happy birthday, Laura. Mm. Is this the song you're going to get down to tonight? Uh, It could be one, you know, it's tentando. I don't know. It's a little oldie, but a goodie. It is a good one. <laughs> Okay. What was that laugh? <laughs> I just like the term oldie but goodie. That's okay, all. okay. That's, are you going to are you going to, uh, Acapulco? to Acapulco tonight? No. That's the place I was trying to think yeah. of earlier in the show. <laughs> Dang it. Okay, so the funny thing is, we're not going to go to Acapulco, but Janice is taking me to El Pescador, which is also in Downey. So y'all never know what could happen. Oh right? yeah, okay. you right That's, there. I was trying to think right of Acapulco there. in Downey. That's where I thought the taxi cab incident happened. No, 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 it wasn't yes. PC, bro. But that was all. It all happened in the same discussion. But, yeah, but yeah, by yeah. the way, a quick Uber ride will get you to Acapulco from there. <laughs> no, 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 George. El Pescador Uber is for East Coast. She goes Lyft on the West. <laughs> Lyft, a Lyft. Oh, that quick was in the ride. South, bro. That was in New. Oh man, never mind. That yeah. was in New Orleans. Well. Shouts to Downey. I'm yet to make it. When are we doing a remote in Downey? That's what I ask every single time we talk about this. Greg, make it happen. I'm sure we got one coming up soon. We're there a lot. <laughs> You're there a lot? No, yeah. The, oh. the station is there a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've yeah. been there how many times in your life to Downey? Be honest. In my life? Yes, and you've lived here all your and life. And I'm looking so. at you, I mean, we're looking at since you. I got Be real. To the it's fine if you've only been a few times. It has only been a few times and mostly with few? the station. What's, yeah, what's a few? Uh, well, the station has been there, what, Three no, or four times. You. you, yeah, oh no, 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 no even with the, the I'll include with the station. Yeah, the station too. is right. definitely in play. Right, well, it's it's been with the station. I mean, you've never been there on your own. With the, yeah, I mean, I live far from there. I know you do. Drive. I'm you live saying. far from Hawaii too. Have you I, been there? I have, but I live there. I don't. I don't go there just to like hang out. I mean, I go to Downey at least once a month. I don't leave my little bubble. I live in. I live far too. It's not like I live right there. I got to drive 40 minutes to get to Downey, but I go it's like a once a month. Bubble. And how dare you say the bubble? That's an NBA term. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they don't like it. They don't like the bubble. They're afraid of it. 
Well, they need it now. <laughs> they dropping like flies in Vegas, man. Yeah, that's not good. Y'all got to stay at the clubs, man. If you, can't, if you can't make it out of Vegas, I mean, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, dang. Dude, what happens if they can't get a team? Like, no, I mean, that's entirely within play. Oh, yeah. totally within Completely play. within play, you know? Totally. Totally. Just because they say they were vaccinated doesn't mean that they were. It's, it's, Just putting that out there. Yeah. Wear your mask in the strip club. So wizard. Make it mysterious. I know, man. It's wild. Um, yeah, this it's okay. Thing- Nigeria's going to win gold anyway. Nothing wrong oh. with that. Yeah. I mean, I we, mean could, they- we, could, we could get into a whole discussion about And actually, George, you know what? I want to know your thoughts on this. Because okay. this is something I was discussing the other day when they had lost two straight games, mm-hmm. the USA men's team, which is this. Like, I don't need to. We don't. We we all know that in the thirty years since the Dream Team has happened, that the world has gotten better. And we sort of talked about this one around the horn the other oh, day. Oh, we too. did. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But Sarah in Spain and I got very feisty. About very it. feisty Ooh. about it, and that was specifically about Popovich. But my my question to you, George, is this: What do we think the actual goals of USA men's basketball should be? Do you think it should be a place for us to bring our best and show the dominance as best we can? Or do you think it should be used as something of an in-between developmental tool for sort of the young stars of the NBA? Because if that's the case, the latter, I think that some of this American exceptionalism about basketball needs to go in terms of world tournaments, and that's good for the game overall. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I feel you. And Clinton, I think that initially, okay, I think this has changed over time and I think it continually changes over time, okay? So I think initially, clearly it was we're going to showcase our best that have ever played to the world, right? Like Barkley and Jordan and all those guys, Malone, Bird, et cetera, Magic, yada, 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 right? And to your point, you know, they were winning by 80 points pretty yeah. much in every damn game. Um, and then, you know, 96, it was still that, right? 96 was a different team with Shaq and Alonzo Mourning and those guys and whatever. Right. Um, and then, you know, 2000 was a team, and we were still way better than everybody. Vince Carter yamming it on, uh, what's the dude? The, the, yeah, the French dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. French guy. Um, right. What was his name? Frederick, Frederick Weiss. Weiss. Yeah, Weiss yeah Frederick Weiss. 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 <laughs> um, so, Frederick Weiss, I believe. Weiss uh, has been stripped from the Black Panther. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. Exactly. Stripped. And then, <laughs> and then 2004 came, Clinton. Yes. Okay? Mm. 2004, they made the shift for the most part, not to say there weren't veteran guys on that roster like Tim Duncan, Allen Iverson, Stephon Marbury, et cetera, but they made that shift because, remember, year, that was year two of Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade in that particular group, okay? And that's when things really started to shift, right? Because right. they – they got bronze. They lost to Sophocles Shortsinitis with Greece. Yeah, I'll, I'll big never brother. forget that because Sophocles Shortsinitis was called the Greek baby shack. Yeah, he's uh, huge. So, um, so they lost that one, and then it's like, Mm-mm, we can't do that no more. We can't be trying nothing with young guys anymore. We, you know, we were cool when it was just one guy like Christian Leitner, but now we need we need to bring back the pros. So obviously, the redeem team had LeBron Wade. Bosh, Melo, Kobe, Jason Kobe. Kidd, right? Like right. all these guys, CP3, and they were back to being the top of the top. Let's go. Now, that team also had, I believe, more than one year of continuity, right? Like they had committed mm-hmm. to a certain amount of time. They were going to play together in the off seasons. It was at least, I want to say at least two off seasons before they got to Beijing. And then, you know, after that, 
I feel like they have tried to balance what you just said. Clinton, yeah, but that's where, my issue is that there's no real like we're, the reason that the balance kind of worked is because of the way the competition worked globally. That is out of the table now because it, it doesn't put you at a competitive advantage on either side. Correct. You see what I'm saying? And like that's okay with me as a fan of basketball. I listen. I'm from a basketball town. You know what I'm saying? I don't have any emotional connectivity to whether or not the U.S. men's basketball team wins or loses. I don't know anybody that gathers with their crew to watch that team play. And so no. if that's the case, I wonder why we're still doing it this way at all, LZ. You know what I'm saying? It feels like— Oh, because like, it's well, American exceptionalism. Yeah, we don't want to lose. I hate that at this yeah. point. I feel like the, the change—you talk about the right now versus the next day situation for the Dodgers, LZ. I feel like this is the tournament or this is the year where we need to realize this isn't doing anybody any good to just roll out a bunch of guys that are tired from the playoffs and try to win an international tournament. It doesn't even make sense. But it's, it's also a reflection, if you will, of just where the Olympics are, period, in terms of importance. Yeah. You know, okay. I, and I think that is really the heart of the conversation. It isn't young versus old. It's not Dream Team 1 or 2 or 3. It's do you care about it? Yeah. Right. But see, and, yeah. and I think more and more we're finding, just generally speaking, people are caring less and less. Yes. It's no longer like I'm not a dream team member. We're not calling them dream teams anymore. Now we're right. just saying you're on the men's basketball team. The men's, team for U.S. The, right, men's national team. Right. That ain't sexy. Yeah. Ain't no kind of name. I mean, listen, <laughs> to LZ's point, Steph Curry has never played on one of these teams. Right. But what what do you think in the best case scenario it should be? Like, even if nobody cares about the Olympics, it's not like you're going to shut down the program. You know what I'm saying? And what you do with the program to me is endlessly fascinating. I would have it on like a sort of an Olympic soccer level. You know, you have it like a U24s kind of situation and maybe two or three veterans, but that's it. That to me would seem to make sense. And then well, you sort of live Trae and die Young with what wants you have. to be on the team. Did you see right. what he tweeted today? Right. No, yeah. I didn't. No, uh, he tweeted like a, a sad face emoji with an American flag and the clip from Isaiah uh, from the, oh, <laughs> from the no. documentary yeah. where he said, you know, that he was yeah. skipped no, over really or whatever. Good. It's really yeah. good. I mean, and, and, and that, that's and, what and I'm Isaiah, saying. by the way, quote tweeted him laughing. Like that's he thought funny. It was funny. That's a good. But I, I think that's what it should be. Younger guys who want some hunger, or you know, they still need to develop parts of their game that the international game would help them with. I I, I don't get what we're doing right now for USA yeah, I mean, basketball. And they, and they need to figure it out because it's only going to get worse from here. Right. Yes. Because the generation that are bowing out, the LeBron James saying, "No, I'm good." They're the last little connector to those dream team moments. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And going forward, like this class is coming out right now that's going to be drafted. What? What's their connection to any of this? Yeah. It's just non-existent. Right. So it's like you, they need to figure out, to your point, Clinton, what is the goal? If the goal is to win gold medals in basketball, then culturally we need to make it important again. Yeah, right. And, that's and not even a basketball a, a, thing. Yeah, a, a exactly. long-term commitment. Right. Yes. I, I just, I just feel that I think there's some place down the line where you think, does USA basketball try to serve the greater good of basketball? Does USA basketball try to serve the NBA, or does USA basketball try to serve the guys who want to play USA basketball? You know you what they know need the to do? They need to do a symposium with the women players and ask them why do they still care? Yeah. Why does Diaron Taurasi trying to come back from injury? To make the to play one more time in the Olympics when she's got like 19 medals and all the accolades already, they need to find out why the women who are made women in their sport why do they still care so much? Why do you care so much still, Sue Bird? 
if you can figure that out, then you take that information and then apply it to the men's side. Because simply saying you get to be a dream team member doesn't exist anymore. All right. Coming up next, Would You Rather? We're back in two minutes and 45 seconds. (laughs) That always makes me laugh. I'll take it away, Chris. All right, George, we're going to start off with you Mm -hmm. today. Would you rather be able to shrink down to the size of an ant or grow to the size of a skyscraper? Ooh. Mm. This is an easy one for me. It's real easy for me. I'm going to be the ant, I feel like. First of all, ants are super strong for their size. And, you know, I can move around, do some things. I mean, you're a skyscraper. You ain't going nowhere. You know, you stuck. So that's just my thinking. Ant-Man all day, man. Yeah. Oh. All day. What? He goes all both ways, day. though. Oh, you guys don't have enough confidence in the big man, okay? If I can get big and just eliminate my problems, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that jurisdiction over there, see you later. I'm going to put my finger on you. No, that's not what I would use my powers for. But, yeah, you know, you can help people. You could take them places. You know, people would probably think that you're You don't fun. think you can help people as, a, as an ant? No, I don't, in fact. When's the last time an ant helped you do anything? They keep the, the, right. like, uh-huh. the lawn fertilized because they create the tunnels that <laughs> help the that. plants yes. grow. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Can you explain to me how is a building helping anybody? You, the, grow to the size of a, as, of a building. Does that mean you grow to the size to be a building? It means you are as tall as a building. That's what Yes, that makes it really okay. easy for you to get pop popped. Okay. All right. Well, it's like, where are you at? Oh, you're over there. Pop, 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 pop. I'm sure if I was the size of a building with this tremendous physique that I already carry around the earth every day, I'd be a little more. A little bit easier to take bullets. You know oh, what I'm uh, ask King Kong how that worked out for him. I ain't Why never I seen Ant Man get Kong? shot. Why I gotta be King I've Kong? I've never LZ. seen Ant Man get Why shot. But King, King Kong gets shot down every okay. single I mean, movie. I, all right. I mean, yeah. Right. I mean, Godzilla. You be Godzilla. He's a decent size of it. Right. Yeah. You want that? Rodan. How about that? Mothra. Fine. You, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. What's next, Greg? <laughs> all right, <laughs> Clinton. Yes. Uh, would you rather wear a constantly changing outfit or a constantly changing hairstyle? Definitely outfit, as I yes. already wear a constantly changing outfit. I'm the most change closingest person probably that I know. I will routinely bring two to three looks just to random places that I go if I know I got to be there for more than four hours just because I get upset and I don't like the way my situation is looking. I do that every day without even being asked. <laughs> Thank you. LZ? Um, yeah, give me, the, give me the outfits too. Can yeah. I pick them though? Sure. Yeah, it's just constantly changing. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, that, I don't even think this is a debate. A, move, a changing hairstyle. I mean, that's, good Lord. Yeah, that's, just, that's, that's, that's just work. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, what's next? next? All right, I think you're going to, I think I know where you're going to go on this one, LZ, but would you rather have to always wear heavy boots or have to never be able to wear shoes? Always heavy boots or never shoes. Right. Give me the boots. Really? Figured. That's what I thought you'd do. You're t- you want to be Timberland up? Oh, you just want to be walking through the airports with no shoes on? I'd like to believe that if I was forced to be in a situation with no shoes at all times, that I had made it and figured it out in paradise. Do you, do I wasn't going to be putting myself at risk. Do you know, because we have someone who cleaned planes come on the air. We did. That they never shampoo the carpets of planes. I did know that. I know a couple people who Until recently. Too. Yeah. And that's just nasty, man. Well, I wouldn't be getting on. If, again, if I had to be barefoot all the time, I would have... I'd be restricted to boats I built. You can't even go in buildings, man. Have you not seen no shoes, no shirts, no service signs at buildings and stuff? You can't even go to Whole Foods, dog. What you going to do? Deliveries, baby. It's 2021. Come on, son. All right, delivery, man. How you going to go out there and get them? Outside barefoot? Yes. (laughs) 
I'm riding with LZ on this one. What's next, Greg? He nasty, George. <laughs> <laughs> His toenails. I can just imagine what they look like now. Why would you want to imagine what my toenails look like? Get a petty, like? bro. That's get a disgusting. petty. He gotta, Laura, he's got to get a petty every week. Every day. He every only, day. He's nasty. You don't just got to nasty. You nasty, man. You nasty. All right, Sedona. Sedona, would you rather listen to an annoying laugh for a whole day or get tickled for one hour? So basically, oh. would you rather host a show or would you rather? I was like, we set You don't think I set here. this up? Yeah. Wow. Oh, I'd rather be tickled for a whole hour. I mean, man, listen, that's. I mean, I'm going to ask the LZ question here. Who's doing the ticket? Come on, bro. You know that was going to be my you know follow what I'm up. You know Come what I'm on, because that makes all the difference. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, listen. If it's Dan Portman, we're all in. Wow! Wow! That was that was an unfor- <laughs> never mind. I mean, that was gonna say an unforced error, but that was a window into the soul. No, no, oh man, he's been preaching. I know that. Portman I just, since, I just, yeah, I just like just, saying that every time. There might be new listeners. You never know. She might be as old as Maud one day. He'll be like, going, and then Portman. there's Maud. <laughs> Maud. All right, next. All right. Uh, oh no, wait. These guys, the, the, the guys didn't answer. Oh, yeah, go, go, go. I mean, come on, y'all know me. I'm gonna pick the hottest guy I can find, and you can tickle me as long as you want. Right? Yeah, the tickling is appropriate. as long as I get to return the favor. The tickling is appropriate as long as I choose the person who's doing the tickling. And you I ain't know, getting tickled. I know who I choose. See, you know what? I, I, you're, <laughs> this is this is moved to a maybe that's ticklish. We, we're in pre fetish territory here. <laughs> Why would talking about my feet a little bit feet? too much. Uh, you don't want to run around without <laughs> shoes ever. <laughs> Listen, I like my feet to be free. You know. I Nasty. like my feet to be healthy. There we go. Y'all need to hang out in some better environments. You know what I'm saying? Aren't you in Venice? Why are we still talking about feet? <laughs> my God. There's Next. a beast there. All right. All right, Clinton. Yes. Would you rather have a pet tiger or a pet lion? Easily a tiger. Kidding me? Have you seen Tiger King? <laughs> He's have free, you? by the way. No, the reason why I would like to rather have a tiger than a lion is because lions are lazy. For those of you who don't know that, lions don't do a whole lot. They be chilling, okay? They're taking naps all day, and that's basically what they do. Tigers are a little bit more active. So if I'm in a, a pet situation, which I would never be in, definitely a tiger, for sure. Mm. You like that safari knowledge there, Greg? I did. LZ? Oh, man. Eh, give me the lion. Give me the lion. Give me the mane. I want the mane. I want the big mane. I saw lions at the zoo in Omaha. Omaha sidebar. Top five zoo in America. I hate zoos. Did not think that. Yeah. I had never would have guessed that either. Yeah, no, I know. It's, 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 a, it's a weird fun fact about Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah. I, I too, will go with a tiger because I feel like I've seen more people handle tigers than lions. So I'm just going to go based on that. What's next, Greg? All right. LZ, would you rather lose the ability to cry or cry every day for 20 minutes randomly? Ooh, I think oh, a, oh, oh, this is easy for me. Uh, yeah. Give me the ladder. I do this. Yes. So. <laughs> give me the rando cries. <laughs> yes. Yeah. A good cry is good for you. Yeah. Absolutely, I mean, I, I see a commercial a day that makes me cry. Dude, for real. <laughs> like, seriously. For it might real. not be the full waterworks, but like the, you know. I've been crying ever since Calvin got a job. It's a pump fake where it's like, oh, I could cry right now. You know what I'm saying? You break the plane, if you will. You know, that yep. happens to me at least once a day, for sure. Yeah. Man, I'm a robot. I have not cried in easily. 10 years. Makes wow. Yeah, I mean, now, listen, man. Does, Joe, right? What? You yeah, haven't easy. cried in 10 in years? In 10 years? Easy. Easy. I mean, this sounds easy. Like well, this is like where we get all the suppression from. Yeah, now this, we know. This, you know this what I'm saying? Because I haven't, I haven't had a good cry. This explains a lot. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't cry at movies had, or TV shows if or you commercials. you crying earlier, you would have never put those hats on the wall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's uh, where you and, go. You know, and to quote the great Jim Valvano, man, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. There are three things everyone should do every day. Number one is laugh. Number two is think and spend some time and thought. Obviously, number three, you should have your emotions move you to tears. It is a legitimate human emotion that you have purposely. It's like saying it's I purposely. haven't laughed in 10 years. If oh, it's, it's purposely. No, it's not. If you I, holding it back, man. You holding it back, man. Greg, you, you let know, it loose. Greg, you know it's You're coming. not giving yourself permission Greg, to do it. You know it. it's coming. It. I'm stunned you didn't cry the first time I met you, which was when? Oh, jeez. That's, <laughs> that's what you do because the Dodgers <laughs> lost in game five against the Washington Nationals. I know where it was. <laughs> that was the first day? That was that, the first day. Second day. First, but, yeah, second, yeah, yeah, yeah. second day, we, it was the first time yeah. in, in turn we read it. Clinton, though, I'll give you this. That is the first time, of, that's the first sign of aging, I believe, which is not even physical, it's emotional, It's you start crying at commercials. Yeah, well, I mean, I've been doing that Some forever. of the commercials are good, though. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, since I'm a, Calvin got a job, I've been Man, crying. you know what commercial got me? The one that, I, I'll never forget it, man. There was, I think it was a Budweiser commercial where the dude left home. Oh, and his dog. The dog yeah. was at the, the dog, window. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. then... And the dog was sad because yeah. the day had gone by and the dude had pulled an all-nighter and he was so happy to see him. Right. And I thought, man, this dude died, yeah. okay, from drinking. And and mm. it was it was great. And I cry. I'm yeah. even thinking about it. Just I'm getting goosebumps just thinking. Yeah, about it. and like all of those like like I follow That's the muscle relaxer. a reason about a reasonable amount. No, like, the muscle relaxers ain't giving you no goosebumps, bro. That's for sure. I I, I like you look at things online like soft, precious, tender moments. I'll I'll get the quick the quick cries on that where it's like oh, ow. Man, I actually. So, the latest episode of my podcast for ABC dropped today. I cried during the taping of that freaking podcast wow, because one yeah. of my guests said some stuff that was so real, and I was right. just like, tear, 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 drop, splash. Yeah. Laura, when was the last time you cried? I mean... Every day she walks in the building? She's like me. She doesn't cry. Oh, I cried. No, no, she, she just cries. tells you know what? I had a really, really yeah. good cry on Sunday. Like, a really good cry. Oh, I was okay. just like, release oh, everything. You know what? Actually, sorry, the last time I cried for real, for real, I actually want to tell this story. It's because when I was in Denver at the All-Star Game, they did a pregame tribute to Henry Louis Aaron, not Aaron Hank. We call him Henry Louis Aaron in this household. Oh, my God. And his whole family, <laughs> not his whole family, now. but like his, his, his wife, his, his daughter were there. And it was a tribute to him. Lenny Kravitz actually narrated it. And I was in full tears in the press box. Like, you know, like the tears came out of my eyeballs. I had to like take my glasses off and like regroup because it was that emotional. They had all the players were in 44 the day before mm. in the home run derby. And they had the 44 inscription in the, um, what's it called, in the outfield. I legitimately cried at that. Like it was, it was very difficult and very emotional. So, yeah, got to do it sometimes. Greg, Greg you got one cry, more man. in you? Yeah, we can do another one. All right, so this one goes to back to Sedano. Would you rather have to speak in rhyme for the rest of your life or have to speak in riddles for the rest of your life? Why are you saying have to as opposed to get to? Right. No, I mean, that's fine. Would you I, rather you ever met a black person? speak in rhyme we for the rest both. of your life? All the time. Or get to speak in riddles for the rest of your life. Is that better? I, I, would, I would much rather rhyme than riddle, I mean, personally. But riddle me not, but, you know. Riddle me this, the rhyme, the rhythm, the rhyme. I would rather rhyme, for sure, because then you get yeah. paid money. Rhyme for sure, and I'll be Lil Z and make a lot of money. Yeah. Or you could be you you could be a Lil reggaeton Z. guy and call yourself El Zito. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I was gonna say guy. something. I'm like, you're a crossover at that point. Yeah, you're like Bad Bunny. Point. Yeah, Bad Bunny. God, I love that guy. I love him more. Laura, what were you gonna say? I'm sorry. I was gonna when you said El Zito, I was gonna go. 
Never mind. It, yeah. <laughs> I, I need, I kind of need an Elzito like bit. You know what I'm saying? I need to know Ooh, what like would happen that. if you, you actually did transform into Elzito one day. Well, he's well, also my, Juan my Carlos. My alter ego right? name God. is Juan Carlos. Right, but okay, that's a different guy though. El Zito yeah. is like his cousin from the Dominican. You know, what I mean? right, right, exactly. Yeah. You know, he's a little yeah. harder core. From San Pedro you know? de Marcaris. Yeah, that's where he's. <laughs> oh, so you want to meet Detroit El Zito? Yes, <laughs> no, no. not the one that Except went to college. Spanish. Right, exactly. Yes, you on junior year in high school, El Zito. Oh snap. All right, that is Would You Rather. You we play that shoes? game <laughs> every day at 5.30. Don't forget, at 6.30, our most listened to segment on the show, which is Big Deal or No Deal. But coming up next, Jalen Ramsey. Oh, I, I love the Rams out of Jalen Ramsey because he says some stuff. And he has said it. We will tell you what he actually said in just a moment. Uh, we will be breaking for one minute and 45 seconds. Oh, yeah, big pimping. Spin the cheese. Mm-hmm. You remember yesterday, George, we were talking about great MC voices and we didn't mention Jay. We did not mention Jay, you're right. Do we think he has a great MC voice? Yes. Or I, a memorable MC voice? I think it's the latter. Yes. I definitely think it's the latter. That's I was fair. about to say, I, I, I mean, great is great's really tough for me. <laughs> it's really tough for you? I mean, I mean, great, it's a tough thing for me to say about him. I think it's memorable, but I don't think it's great. His voice okay. or him, period? His voice, is, because like to me... A great voice as a rapper is where I would want to listen to you do other things. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, mm-hmm. other than rap. I'm not really interested in listening to Jay-Z talk. You know? Gotcha. Right, right. I feel Who's you. your favorite voice? Ghostface Killer. No questions asked. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Boy, I was right there we won't have a follow-up then. If yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was right there, wasn't it? <laughs> I mean, you know. That's yeah. who I am. Um, we've got some really cool anniversaries, movie anniversaries today. So, which one of these films strikes you? And we'll get into the Jalen Ramsey uh, stuff that he said from uh, the Rams. Another great moment. MC voice. He is, yes. Um, Wedding Crashers opened 16 years ago today with Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. There is, there's something about Mary premiered in theaters 23 oh, years ago yes, with Cameron Diaz, Matt trip. Dillon, and, and Ben Stiller. Uh, in Angels in the Outfield yeah. premiered 27 years ago today in 1994. And True Lies with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jamie Lee Curtis, Premiered in theaters 27 years ago today. Of those four movies, which is the one that you is the most rewatchable for you? True Lies. Not really? even pausing. Wow. Not even pausing. Bro, I went on an after-school date to see True Lies with a girl. Definitely made out afterwards. It was awesome. I love True Lies. <laughs> I was in like seventh grade. It was tight. You sound like now, you're in seventh grade yeah. right now. I right now, like you're how you're awesome. in seventh grade. Right. Yeah. I mean, now. reliving his uh, seventh grade pretty, date. Pretty pumped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I love all those movies. Like I think they're all to a certain extent rewatchable, but I, it wouldn't be True Lies because I probably haven't seen that one in a really long time. I think it's between something about Mary and Wedding Crashers for me. And if I had to guess which one I've seen more, it's probably something about Mary, to be honest with you. Hey, it's Brett Favre. See, let me, the thing about something about Mary, and this is, I think you're going to understand this, LZ. That movie came out at a time in which, like, everybody who was pretty whack that I knew <laughs> loved that movie. And, it, and they're like, it, it was not even a reflection of the movie. I was just like, if you like this movie and you like this movie, I'm not going to like this movie. And I was sort of like, Pre, I don't know, predestined to have a problem with it. Wedding Crashers, I feel like, does the comedy stand up in Wedding Crashers? 
Did we get into some problematic zones, or is it not as funny? I mean, True Lies is a straight-up action movie. Yeah, in right. which, with some funny buddy cop stuff. With some stuff funny to it, bits too. in it. And with, like, with Tom Arnold in here. Yes. Yeah, True Lies Tom, Tom is Arnold, a good no, movie. Jamie Lee Curtis, man. No, no, she, the buddy cop part yes, of it. The is buddy, she yeah. is brilliant in that movie. No, she True is Lies great. Is a great movie. Yeah, yeah, no, she's yeah. great. But I, I was just referring to the, the comedy with, between Tom Arnold and Arnold. And, and you know, so personally, I find the comedy of Jamie Lee Curtis to be superior to anyone's comedy that's in the movie. When mm. she's trying to do the strip tease and yes. she falls. Very <laughs> right. funny. That is I funny. Just lose it, man. Yeah, Every single time. Way more than any other comedic moment in the film. Yeah. Because I've been there. <laughs> Were you trying to, like, you know, put it on somebody? And then some with ish your, with, your, with your boots on? <laughs> <laughs> with my heavy boots on? <laughs> and you kick them in the head, and they yeah. knock them out, and you got to wake them up. And, That's bad for business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But no, I, I just think that she is so good because she's the best actor or actor in the movie. So, of course, she's going to shine right. the most in of those course. moments. Yes, no question. Yeah, for sure. Um, speaking of great actors, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Jalen Ramsey acts, uh, acts out the best cornerback role. If I had to pick a guy in the NFL right now, if they were mm-hmm. giving away an Academy Award for corners, right. I would say Jalen Ramsey would certainly be in consideration. So he says this about his new teammate, Matthew Stafford. He said, was asked if he would put him over the top, if he believes they would put him over the top this year, as in Matthew Stafford would put them over the top. He says, a different vibe this season, LZ, with your boy Matt Stafford from the formerly of the Detroit Lions. Now, look. I believe that Matthew Stafford is an upgrade over Jared Goff. I know not everyone believes that necessarily, but I I think this dude finally has got a squad around him. He's got a defense around him. He's got a coach around him. He's got the whole shebang. And I feel like the Rams have a ton of pressure on them because of that, but I think that they will thrive under that pressure. Well, first of all, love me some Jalen Ramsey, but he's listed about 20 players that can take him over the top. So... (laughs) Well, he's been recruited hard on everybody so, yeah, all offseason. So Anytime he's, somebody's uh, is available, he's like, come every, on down. Even if they're not available, even there's a right. report they're disgruntled, he's like, yeah. they'll put us over the top. So, uh, so that you, aside. You, you, think, <laughs> you think the doggy door is swinging open and closed a little too much with him? Is that your point? Listen, Jalen Ramsey is the is like the the epitome of like the Lakers' Twitter feed. Right. <laughs> like he's right. Just Everybody's like, available. Everybody's, everybody's available, and come. we want them, yeah. and they will make us better. Um <laughs> And in, and by the way, neither the Lakers Twitter feed nor uh, Jalen Ramsey's wrong. The players that he's talking about, oh yeah, they're outstanding players, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to Matt Stafford, I'm just under the belief, and I don't want to be arrogant about it or whatever, but I think by and large, the people who don't think Matt Stafford is an upgrade over Jared Goff just haven't watched those two as long as people like me have. I'm from Detroit. So I've seen Matt Stafford's from jump, from rookie year when you had Calvin Johnson to without Calvin Johnson. I know what that is. Similarly, I've watched Jared Goff since his rookie year. All the way through the rough stretches with Jeff Fisher watching that ish live at the Colo to Super Bowl was at New Orleans when he played brilliantly in the second half at the NFC Championship game. So I've seen both of them a lot. And I'm just going to tell you, man, it's not even close. Right. It's just not – it's not even close. And I that doesn't necessarily mean, bam, Rams are going to win the Super Bowl because there's a lot of other factors at play in terms of winning the Super Bowl, including luck. But if you're asking me in terms of just pure athleticism and arm talent, 
Matthew Stafford is a much better QB than Jared Goff. Well, I think, you know, I don't want to say that skill sets and arm talents don't matter, but I will say that what impressed me most, not impressed me, but made an impression on me about what, what, what Ramsey had to say is that, like, look, if a guy walks into the building and he changes the attitude of a player on defense, that is in itself a large win on its own. And, like, that to me is why Stafford, in fact – I think just has to be considered an upgrade because he gives more confidence to the entire team. And that's a huge deal when you're talking about a guy under center. And so I'm not taking this lightly at all. I don't need to go chalk talk the skill sets of one guy versus the other. If the defense is confident in the other side of the ball for once regarding, you know, what's happening with the Rams, that's a win at this stage of the season, which it is not the season for me. His decision-making will be the biggest difference. Mm. Because you, you you know that, one, Jared is a lot slower releasing the ball. And, is, and I'm not just talking about his throwing motion, though that is slower than Matt Stafford's, but also his progressions. He's just slower at that. And when you add in a blitz or when you add in extra pressure because your offensive line is injured or they missed a, you know, a block or whatever it is, Matt Stafford has proven repeatedly an ability – to quickly process what's happening on the field in a way that Jared Goff is still learning how to do it. I think Jared Goff is a, still a very good quarterback, and I think he'll be okay for Detroit. I'm a little worried about the coaching situation. I'm a lot worried about their talent around him. But Jared Goff is a talented QB. But Matt Stafford lost arguably the best wide receiver in the franchise's history and from a statistical point of view anyway, didn't miss a beat. You took away Cooper Cup from Jared Goff, and we were like, damn, dog, why can't you? <laughs> What's going on, man? True. Crippling, so crippling I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just telling you, man, like, this doesn't mean that they're destined to win the Super Bowl, but if you're asking me in terms of that one position, it's an upgrade. Yeah. Has to be. Oh, I don't think there's any question. Like, I think Matt Stafford is way underrated because he's played for arguably the worst franchise in the sport. And I, I think that despite that, he has handled that with the amount, an amount of grace that I don't think many people would have handled. Like, my guess, LZ, if there were more, if another guy would have been drafted there with that kind of talent, he probably would have been out of there way earlier than that. Wait, I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? I said, uh, if another guy not named Matt Stafford would have been drafted to the Detroit Lions, I don't think his career. I don't think he would have been in Detroit that long. Oh, I, I see, see, see I, that I don't know because the money was so right. <laughs> the money was right, man. Yeah, like they paid. But him a lot in of these dudes want to bail if the, if the situation is sideways. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now remember Matt's been around for a minute. Right. He's been, he's been there for a while. I remember when he signed his latest extension in Detroit. You know, which was like five, maybe six years ago. And I was telling Key, I was like, I wouldn't pay him. And it's not because he's not good enough for the money. It's that we're not good enough to pour that money in one position because we're not that close to winning anything. But, you know, I've never wavered on his talent. And I think a lot of people who aren't familiar with who he is as a player are going to be pleasantly surprised to see what happens when the blitz come. All right, we're going to be back in three minutes. Let's get into the NBA Finals a little bit. Clinton was at All-Star Weekend. We got a lot of stuff to catch up on. Plus, what you need to know will come up in three minutes. Next year on 710 ESPN.